Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everyone, to another installment of Liberty Bites on the Think Liberty Network. I am your host, Amos Joseph of the Shitler Preachers podcast, which can also be found on the Think Liberty Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Amos Joe and check out other podcasts on the Think Liberty Network. In today's episode, we're taking a different direction to look at libertarianism as it relates to human nature and why a philosophy of non-aggression and liberty best harnesses both the negative and positive aspects of human nature. We'll take a look today into the nature of capitalism and how it both harnesses the good and the bad parts of being human into something that both serves one's own interests while also serving a greater good. Capitalism is defined in a dictionary as an economic system in which investment in and ownership of the means of production, distribution, and exchange of wealth is made and maintained chiefly by private individuals or corporations, especially as contrasted to cooperatively or state-owned means of wealth. Now, on the grand scale of human history, capitalism is a relatively new idea, only originating in between the 16th and 17th century versus the entirety of human history, uh, amounting to roughly 10,000 plus years, at least modern human history as we know it. So keep in mind as I go forward with this that we look at human nature has definitely created Uh, different kinds of systems in terms of trade, bartering, and so on and so forth. Capitalism is a relatively new idea, but seems to be the best system we've come up with so far to really harness both the good and the bad parts of human nature. Now, some of you may be wondering, what do I mean by the bad parts of human nature? Well, if you look at the interests of a basic human being, the sort of the aggregate interests across our entire species, we tend to be very selfish. And if you look at the needs that we need to serve, we serve needs such as hunger, such as um, mating strategies, so uh, sexual driven uh, needs and such. But how that applies in the sense of how we interact with each other is where it becomes even more interesting. In some of our older systems of society, you could say how we traded with each other economically, some of the earliest humans uh, were in smaller groups, smaller tribes would come across each other if they were ever traveling, whether it's through hunting or some sort of even uh, uh, gathering sort of seasons they would go to. Humans tended to serve these needs of mating or feeding, you know, getting food, um, essentially through killing each other. And in that selfish moment of meeting their needs, that drive, a lot of people would die and there'd be a lot more competition through genetically through killing of other people of other tribes to whether it's through stealing their women, um, killing their children, just all sorts of uh, violence that we obviously do not subscribe to nowadays in Western society. Now, why don't we subscribe to such violence in modern society? Well, as we have observed over time of our own nature and have uh, tinkered with how to organize our society, specifically with our economies as it pertains to capitalism, we started to realize that the best way to serve our own interests while also to uh, expand upon our own interests is to not kill each other. 
Now, as that has uh, moved on, you know, as we have developed our civilization around these capitalistic behaviors, it has led to the uh, building of cities surrounding uh, certain areas that best serve those interests, not only just for individuals, but also even in societies. You know, we tend to build our cities around rivers. We tend to build our cities near certain fertile farming areas. These are all natures that tend to lead to, as we have seen now, a more capitalistic behavior. We are serving our own interests privately, as and as we serve those interests privately and selfishly, I may I might add, we are actually making our societies uh, communi- communally serving a greater good, not just for our own interests, but also the interest of the greater good. If I can build a city somewhere that is going to offer me water, as well as access to uh, resources I might not have before, those things that I'm going to profit from and benefit myself from are going to also benefit others because my interests are going to reflect in that way. Now, on the flip side of this topic with the positive side of human nature, we start to see how humans tend to favor trading with each other. We start to see how these bartering systems that we have had in the past, these means of just trading, you know, if I give you a horse, you'll give me this. If I give you a cow, you'll give me that. We start to see these more positive parts of trading peacefully between each other, but also privately and consensually utilizes our positive abilities as humans to form this capitalism that we have developed into what it is today. Um, We are basically serving the need to associate with people, to make connections with people, uh, which is coming from a, I consider to be a more higher brain function of being human. And we have incorporated that into our now market system where we can trade with people uh, in different ways that is positive to us. We are feeling the need to, you know, whether it's you, you buy something from a local store, you start to form a connection with the, um, with the proprietor of the, of the establishment, or you could even really, really like a certain product and you like, you know, certain values that this company might stand for. Now, so through serving these needs, we start to see uh, the more positive aspects of association, of more community, of just the bonds we form with people play into into this capitalistic system that serves not only the negative, but also the positive aspects of human nature. So when you look at the positive and the negative aspects of human nature and how it pertains to capitalism, you start to see a playing field that allows people to try out a lot of different things. Some people might serve a very selfish interest to maybe solve some sort of a problem that they have with themselves. So you see something more selfish as uh, some sort of vanity item. So if you want to purchase jewelry to look a certain way, clothing to look a certain way, some might consider that to be a more selfish need. So if I design something that is very fashionable, that is going to fill a certain need for maybe the more selfish aspects of human nature. That is serving a selfish need of myself, but also I get to use that to earn money. And as I monetize that, I can explore different ideas. So I might have something that is more on a selfish scale of something, but then I can also invent something that's maybe more positively uh, giving to society. So someone might see something as a a problem to solve in society, let's say uh, trying to improve some sort of a piece of technology, 
For example, I know with the uh, Pacific Ocean, with the garbage that's going on out there, there have been individuals that have invented uh, devices that are going to you know, more efficiently clean up the ocean. And because of the wonders of capitalism, not only do they get to serve their own interest of wanting to solve a problem, but also through that, they're all, they're satisfying the need of essentially a selfish need to uh, make something out of it, to actually make money too. Now we've actually created a new need. Now humans are, are basically uh, having these needs met because of money. They can... Uh, serve these more selfish needs of, as I talked about before, with hunger and, and in some cases sex with money, uh, you get to serve these interests, but also you get to serve those more positive interests of giving back to a community maybe, or even investing in a better uh, system to solve other kinds of problems, whether it's through cleaning the ocean or maybe even giving back to your community. These are the things that capitalism allows us to fulfill. We get to fulfill these needs that we have as humans. These behaviors we have that drive us to do these certain things can all be met through capitalism. So as you compare capitalism to other systems of economics to see how we organize our economies, you start to notice that capitalism is best to serve human nature because it allows human nature to make its own calls. It makes its own decisions. It allows us the freedom to explore, to better tinker with and make decisions that not only serve the interests of the individual, but can also serve the interests of the masses. So as we continue on with this series in the following weeks, I'll be going into more so of how certain other kinds of systems might not best serve the interests of human nature and which is the reason why they don't actually really work so well. We'll look into communism, fascism, as well as socialism, and maybe some other economic system that I'll come across, and I'll analyze and break down and show you how, how they might not uh, serve our interests the best, how basically they suck. But that's all the time we have for today's episode. This, once again, is Amos Joseph. You can check out my podcast, Shitlord Preachers, on the Think Liberty Network and check out Think Liberty at think-liberty.com. Thank you once again for joining us on Liberty Bites. We will see you guys next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.